0: Welcome to the Words That Change Lives podcast, helping leaders, coaches, and small business owners to 10 times the impact of their message. Join us as we delve into the art of powerful language, enabling you to speak with unwavering honesty, communicate authentically, and create a lasting impression with every word. The cave you fit enter holds the treasure you seek a quote that's very poignant to me and was a catalyst for many things in my life that I first heard quite a few years ago now from Joseph Campbell. And from understanding this quote and looking at it in terms of my own story and how I went on to tell my story, it set me off down a rabbit hole of his life's work, which is why I am sharing this with you today. So in this episode, I'm going to be giving a little potted history about where the core story or my version of the core story comes from and what that actually looks like and what it means. Stretching back to mythology and the works of Joseph Campbell, aforementioned, to then moving to Christopher Vogler's interpretation of the structure and its use, and I'll explain a little bit more about that later. Moving on to my version, how I have created a core story framework from these amazing uh, people and the application that I use for my clients and myself I'm going to be sharing that with you today and then if it is relevant to you how this can be evolved, how you can come at this from an evolved standpoint, which you may be in your journey. You may have a core story and you may have evolved and feeling a bit stuck uh, as to what to do next because I believe that the core story is a key to clarity and confidence in articulating who you are on your journey, and if you're in a service-based business, who you serve, if you're part of a team, who you serve as a team, if you're a brand, who you serve as a brand, how you serve people, what it's all about, where it comes from, and having this clarity to be able to share your core story in this way can open the door to so, so many things, which is why I'm focusing on this in today's episode. But first of all, let's go back to that quote to Joseph Campbell and how he has contributed to modern day storytelling. Well, if you don't know who Joseph Campbell was, he was an American mythologist. He was a writer and a lecturer, best known for his work on comparative mythology and his concept of the hero's journey, which was his most influential work. And The Hero with a Thousand Faces was published in 1949, exploring common themes and structures found in myths and stories from various cultures around the world. And this was his primary work. He believed that there were like fundamental universal themes that appeared in myths, regardless of cultural origins. And he argued that these common elements provided insight into the human experience and to the human psyche, which I find incredibly fascinating that we have these themes that transcend culture and country And because it's part of story and psychological behaviour and human evolution, which I'll go on to in my next episode, it's really, really important to think about that in the context of who we are today as humans. But Campbell came out with a contribution that was one of his probably most famous contributions, which was the concept of the monomyth or the hero's journey. And he proposed that many hero stories, whether they're from Greek mythology or religious texts or literature or film, follow a common structure. And this structure is the blueprint for a hero's transformation and growth. And the hero can be any particular person, but they have a journey. And there's actually 17 touch points in his original journey. And I'm not going to go into all of those. You can look those up and you can see what they are. But essentially... The hero's journey that he created, this narrative template, was divided into three main acts. And the first act was the departure. So This is where the hero begins in the ordinary world, but is called to adventure. Now, in my experience of this, this part of the story, it could be a reluctant call to adventure or it could be a willing call to adventure that person might initially refuse the call but they eventually accept it and set out on their journey and a really good example that I always use when I'm training this type of stuff is with Shrek in his swamp and he has the call to adventure to go and you know get the fairy tale animals out of his swamp by going to find Lord Farquad he doesn't want to go but he does and he eventually accepts and sets out on his journey then we have the second part of the journey in the second act which is initiation. Uh, and this is where the hero encounters various different challenges or people that are key to their growth and transformation so they could be allies or they could be enemies and they go through a series of these trials and experiences personal growth and transformation and at the heart of this stage Joseph called it the belly of the whale where it represents a deep transformative experience or a revelation which then turns into the next stage which is the return so In the initiation stage, we have Shrek, let's use our Shrek example, going on his quest with Donkey, uh, meeting the dragon and meeting various people along the way in the quest to go and search for the princess to go and rescue her. And his belly of the whale moment is probably at the dragon's castle. And when he's trying to save the princess or maybe further on in the story where she's actually a Shrek as well, isn't she? But the return part is... Where the hero is now transformed, he he or she or they are wiser, and they return to the ordinary world. They've come out of the the world that they were in back into the ordinary world with a newfound wisdom that brings positive change to their community. This is called the elixir to the community in Joseph Campbell's words. It's that elixir, that distilled uh, wisdom. And If you could bottle it, it would be a sweet elixir that would then go and help other people by returning from the journey, which Shrek does with Fiona and he realises she's a Shrek as well and all live happily ever after. But there are various archetypal characters and symbols along this particular journey. And as I said, Joseph Campbell had 17 touch points of this. So it could be a mentor. It could be a threshold guardian, somebody that's, that's guarding something, that a place that you need to go to. It could be a particular challenge. It could be your nemesis. And it is also the elixir, the thing that you learn, that you bring back. So these characters and symbols, so they can be characters or symbols and both, um, are found in many, many hero stories. And they serve specific functions depending on what the journey is all about. And his work, which was done a long time ago now, has had a huge and profound impact on literature and film and popular culture. So now, many screenwriters and authors, filmmakers have actually used the hero's journey framework for creating like compelling and relatable stories. So, a really good example of this is George Lucas, who drew inspiration from Campbell's ideas when crafting the Star Wars saga. So, if you actually look at that uh, as, a, as a story, as a plot, you will see those touch points in that journey. So, really, Joseph Campbell's exploration of comparative mythology and the hero's journey has provided huge insights into storytelling and the human experience. But I, when studying this and when looking at this, wanted to find a way of translating this because it is quite complex. And I knew that there was ways that I could help my clients and myself tell this type of story in a way that was more succinct and a little bit more practical So I found the work of Christopher Vogler, and he is a Hollywood development executive and screenwriter. And he played a significant role in adapting the hero's journey concept for use in modern storytelling, but particularly in filmmaking. And his work is encapsulated in a memo that he wrote while working at Disney in 1985, titled A Practical Guide to the Hero with a Thousand Faces. And it eventually evolved into his book, The Writer's Journey, Mythic Structure for Writers, which elaborated on his ideas. And he had modified the hero's journey and kind of simplified it. So he had created 12 stages rather than 17 that followed a bit more of a simple journey And that included starting in the ordinary world, being called to adventure, refusing the call, meeting the mentor, crossing the threshold, your test allies and enemies, approaching the innermost cave, which is a reference back to Joseph Campbell's quote about the cave, the ordeal. So some kind of challenge or tussle, the reward, the road back, the resurrection and the return with the elixir. Okay. And I really liked this because it it simplified it more, but it still had quite specific points on the story. So Vogler emphasised the importance of character archetypes like Campbell did, but he identified specific character roles such as hero, mentor, threshold, guardian, herald, shapeshifter and shadow. Uh, And these archetypes played essential roles in character development. And his work was tailored to the needs of the film industry and screenwriting, which I wanted to make different. So he provided practical insights and advice for screenwriters on how to use it. And he also used contemporary films, including The Lion King and Star Wars, to illustrate how the hero's journey structure could be applied to successful popular stories. And this made the concept more relatable. So his adaptation moved from mythology to screenwriting and his simplification of the structure and the emphasis on the character archetypes and practical application made it popular for writers and filmmakers. And I wanted to take that a little bit further because from my version, I wanted to help people tell their story. This is why I originally started working on this. And I picked up the skill of storytelling in my corporate years uh, when I was working with predominantly senior leaders within financial services organisations. And generally speaking, um, not to stereotype, but generally speaking, senior leaders within financial services, particularly within technical areas such as actuarial, did not have a natural skill in communication. They had a lot of technical skill. So I would come in and coach these leaders and I used storytelling to help them to tell a story to their people. And I knew that they had this as an innate skill, and there's more on that in the next episode. But if they could apply a structure, then they could be confident in delivering a message whilst you know really making an impact on their people. So that's where this started for me. And when I built my own business and created my own core story, a version of which you can look up online, which is my TEDx talk. I started to see that there was a simpler way that I could put together the structure whilst respecting Joseph Campbell's and Christopher Vogler's versions of the hero's journey. I came up with a journey that was much simpler and could be applied in many, many different ways. If you are a business owner, a small business owner, a coach, an entrepreneur, a leader within an organisation, a leader of a company uh, wanting to tell the story of your business, then here is it. So I'm going to be sharing with you what that is in this episode. I'm also then going to share where you are if you've already got one and you're feeling stuck because your story had evolved. So hang on for that. But before I get there, let me share you this structure. It's got four points to it, not 12 or 17. It's got a starting point, a pit moment, or inspiration moment, a turning point, and golden nuggets. So let me take you through each of these uh, points and I am going to share this with you as if you are writing it from scratch. Okay, so imagine that you don't have one or you, you have one, but you want to start from scratch again. The starting point is where you start. And this starting point is going to be the most relevant story on your journey that is significant to where you are and what you're doing now. And if you're struggling with that, you can press pause on that and then come back to it at a later point. But the starting point will be a story, a significant memory or a significant moment in your past. It doesn't have to be the distant past, although it could be. It could be a childhood memory that got you off onto the journey that you're in today. It could be an incident. It could be something that happened along the way that was the catalyst for the starting point of this particular story. And I want to share a roomy quote uh, with you, which is where you are right now, God circled on a map for you. And the reason why I'm showing that you can swap God out for you know, the universe or whatever you want is because where you are right now has been circled on a map for you. But it's the story of where what got you here is what we need to be focusing on. So in order to keep your core story relevant, succinct and less is more, which is important, we've got to keep it focused, is to think, OK, so where I am circle, circled on a map right now, serving who I'm serving, delivering what I'm delivering in this version of myself with these skills and this experience, what does the starting point of that story look like? And i to give you an example. I, in the last episode, shared with you my evolved core story. And the starting point was my dad. And that memory of him saying I had a voice for radio. And then I go further back to, you know, when I was younger. But that was the starting point because that was a memory that spurred this on, which was about radio, which is about me then watching my podcast. So it's a different starting point than my other core story, which was around uh, the beginning of my career. And that's my TEDx talk. So getting this starting point story clear in your mind And make sure it's aligned and focused on the outcome you want from this story in terms of where you are circled on a map right now is going to be crucial so what does that look like the next part of the story is the pit moment or inspiration moment now there will be some stories leading up to this, so it's not just the starting point and then you jump to this. Of course, there's going to be a few things that seg into this. There's going to be a few bits, more bits we might need to know about life or business experience, about things that happened that led on the journey to the pit moment or the inspiration moment. Now, I explain those by two things because your journey may not have had a pit moment. You know, they call it the belly of the whale. It may not have had that dark cave moment where you had to face the nemesis. You may not have had that, but you may have had that on your journey. There may have been a real low point that needed a turnaround, that you had a realisation or a revelation. You went through the hard stuff. Maybe you had someone to guide you. Maybe you met someone that challenged you. Maybe you did have a nemesis in person. What was that moment on your journey that was relevant to where you are now? What did that look like? What was happening? What were you hearing, seeing, tasting, smelling, doing in that moment? that was very significant. And if you didn't have that type of story that led you to where you are now, what was your inspiration moment? So uh, as a good example of uh, one that, when I was doing my TEDx talk, there was a a lady who was talking about the uh, bag that she had created that uh, stopped people essentially from stealing stuff from your bag when you're in London. And her inspiration moment was where she was on the tube And she realised that everybody was bumping into each other um, from the back. And if the zips were all on the inside of the bag, then there wouldn't have been a problem. There wouldn't have been an awkward feeling. And that was her inspiration moment. So you see, it can take on two different forms. It doesn't have to have been a tragedy or a huge challenge or a difficulty. It could have been an inspiration moment. And then there'll probably be a few other stories, a few other things that we need to understand to get to what the turning point was. So if you had a pit moment and there was a realisation or a revelation or an awareness, what happened then? What did you do differently? What was the the shift for you to do things differently? And if you had an inspiration moment, what was the quest, the turning point that led you on your quest to go forth and discover and research uh, how to do things differently differently? And it could be that if you had your pit moment, the turning point was your newfound path of awareness, uh, your newfound skill path that you went and learned lots of things. Or maybe it could have been the turning point that led you to meet lots of people and connect with different people that gave you the experience to lead you to the path where you are on now. What is significant about that turning point that was different from the inspiration moment or the pit moment? And then after the turning point, we might have a few more stories or a few more explanations that lead us to the golden nuggets. Now, for me, this is the elixir to the community. This is what do you have to say as a result of your journey that is significant, succinct and compelling? Now, I I usually like to recommend three golden nuggets. And if you go back and listen to the previous episode, you'll, you'll hear those three golden nuggets that I share at the end of that episode. Um, and one of those is, you know, a voice not heard is a life not lived, and growth lies in discomfort uh, are, is another one. Um, so you'll hear, those are my golden nuggets, and it's, it's a statement. As a result of your journey of what you've experienced in life and business, the events, the succinct uh, aligned events that have led you here, the ones that are relevant to this particular map that you are circled on right now, what are those golden nuggets? What do you have to say that people need to hear? And these are high level and they're going to be relevant because you can then unpack them into your services or the key messages of your business or how you actually go about delivering whatever it is to your clients or how you show up as a leader in your business. What are those golden nuggets that you have to share as a result of your journey? And as I say, you know, mine, one of those things, growth lies in discomfort. So I talk about the fact that it's in having the uncomfortable conversations, it's doing the uncomfortable things that that can provide the most growth because it's about communication and significant, honest communication. And that's really, really important to me. That's where I am on a map right now. That's what I'm helping people in my business. And that's what I'm working on every day in my own personal relationships. So you see how it all ties together. Now, I might be in six months' time, I have diff- I'm have on a different place on my map that's circled around me. That might have shifted a little bit. And so I'm just going to revisit that. And this is where we come to the evolved core story. Now, if you didn't have a core story and you're starting from scratch, those key points, working those key points into your story is going to enable you to have a killer core story. But if you've already got one, my recommendation is to do this. And you you might be stuck because you might have had a story. Now you've evolved. You're helping people in a different way. You may be doing different things, have different responsibilities. You may have transformed in your life. You may be in a completely different chapter, completely different place. This is what you do. Okay. so you start with the end in mind. I want you to start at the golden nuggets. If You've already got a core story, right? So where are you now and what do you have to say? And this is where that that circle is on that map for you. What does that look like? Now, for me, I've just been through this. I was at a very significant stage, you know, within the last year where I felt uh, like I was in a chasm in between the old me and the new me. I wasn't exactly sure what the new me looked like, but I'd left the old one behind and I was kind of floundering around in between. And we all find this when we transition to different times in our life. You know my children, my children are getting older, I've got different values, there's new things that are important to me. I'm at a different stage in my life. Also I'm at a different stage of my business. So to start with the end in mind is a really good place to start to think, what are my golden nuggets now? What do I have to say now that was maybe different to six months or a year ago? Where am I now in terms of how I'm showing up or how I want to show up? How I want to serve people, how I want to lead? how I want to be, have a voice and what I have to say that's really important and is completely aligned to who I am. So start with the end in mind. Think about what those golden nuggets are. And once you've done that, then you can re- revisit each stage of the story. So go to the starting point. Is that relevant to the golden nuggets? If it's not, could it be a different starting story? Are there elements of truth still? Are there different angles from the existing story you told that might be more relevant now? And I noticed that when I wrote my Evolved Core story, I'm actually telling in parts, I'm telling the same story, but from a different angle with my new golden nuggets in mind. And when you can look back on your journey, you can actually look at it from a different lens and think, okay, so how else could I tell that part of the story that's going to be more relevant to where I am now? So thinking as there elements of truth, are there different angles? Map out where you were to where you are now for each point of the story. So the starting point, the pit moment, an inspiration moment, the turning point and the golden nuggets. And if you need to add a few different ones in, of course, that's fine. This isn't rigid. This isn't black and white. It's just a guide to help you tell that story from an evolved place. Or you can start again. You can start again completely with this structure. Throw everything out the window and start again. And just think, okay, so what's my starting point for where I am now? What is the pitman inspiration moment? Where's the turning point? And where are the golden nuggets? I recommend wholeheartedly, 100% doing this. And the reason why I recommend doing this as an exercise is because it has so many benefits and applications. If you are a business owner, no matter how long you have owned your business, It's so crucial to do this, to see where you are right now and how you've evolved, what's changed. If you're starting out and you're just establishing who you are, who your audience is, who your customer base, doing research, solving the problem, developing a product or building a service, having this story is going to help you get clarity on all of those things, because you can then identify who your audience are, what problems are you solving for them, all of that type of thing. It's a really good starting point. You can also put it on your website. You can use it as a podcast uh, interview. You could actually condense it down to a three minute mini story that you can use in many places webinars, workshops, TEDx talks. You can expand and create it as a TEDx talk. My TEDx talk is based on the core story structure. You can use it for keynote talks. You can use it for any type of verbal communication where you're sharing who you are and what you do. It's so versatile. And it's a really good foundational piece of authority building because this is going to help you build your thought leader brand. One of my systems I have is called the AIR system. It stands for Authority, Impact and Reach. And Core Story is a fundamental part of the AIR system. For authority building, it's really important to have that nailed so you can then be really clear on who you are and how you can share that story in so many different ways. Now, I'd love for you to give this a go. And I'd love you to let me know how you got on. Did you not have a core story? Have you got one, but you needed to evolve it? Please email me at hello at helenpackham.com or share online. You can share online with the hashtag words that change lives, or you can tag me in on social media. The whole point of why I'm doing this is to help people use their words to change lives and developing a core story and sharing that core story is a really fantastic way of doing that. So good luck and let me know how you get on. And in the next episode, I'm going to be delving into the history of storytelling and why it's part of your DNA and so therefore a fantastic skill to tap into and apply in all areas of your life. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Words That Change Lives. Please rate, review and follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really means the world and helps me to reach more people so that we can all harness the power of our words and change lives for the better.